Have you ever wondered why you like some movies and not others? And have you ever noticed what sort of movies you like? This is Tuesday, July 25th, and I think most of us have noticed the kinds of movies we like. We may like mysteries or action movies, dramas or comedies. But do you ever notice the storylines that most get your attention? In the 1940s, a man named Joseph Campbell published a little book entitled The Hero with a Thousand Faces. He had studied hundreds of stories from across the world, from different cultures and different societies, and he found the great stories have a similar pattern. This is how he explained it. A hero ventures forth from the world of common day into a region of supernatural wonder. Fabulous forces are there encountered, and a decisive victory is won. The hero comes back from this mysterious adventure with the power to bestow gifts on his fellow man. Now, that's how Campbell described it. This pattern appears in just about every culture and among almost all people. It is as if our hearts are aligned to look for this same story. Now, this secret recipe was picked up by Disney and made the model for all their animated films, films like The Lion King and Aladdin. You will see this in movies as diverse as The Matrix and the Harry Potter series, The Lord of the Rings, Avatar, and Hunger Games. I am told that the Oxford Don, C.S. Lewis, recognized this pattern and one day was taking a walk with J.R.R. Tolkien, the man who wrote the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And they were talking about the great stories, the greatest stories actually, of all of history. And toward the end of their talk, Tolkien said, yes, these are myths, stories we made up. But why did we make up so many stories with the same storyline? Here's why. One of them is not made up. It actually happened. And it was then that Tolkien told C.S. Lewis about Jesus. The life of Jesus, who really lived, is not simply his story, but this is the story God has wired into the heart, human heart in every culture. Now, we look at this today because of our scripture reading. It's John chapter 15, verse 12 to 13. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than someone lay down his life for his friends. You see, that night when Jesus was teaching his disciples, he revealed the heart of the story he was living. The heart of the story wired into that God wired our hearts to seek. It's the story of sacrifice, of substituting himself for us. This is why Jesus talks about this greatest love is laying down your life for your friends. Now, here is Jesus explaining the way his unconditional love works. As we learned yesterday, it's more than an emotion. It is the giving up of yourself for someone else. And not only happens when a person dies for someone else, it is the heart of love. It is saying, me for you, in a thousand ways. It is a husband getting up to help with the baby in the middle of the night. He could remain in bed, but he knows his wife is stressed and tired and he wants to support her. He loves her and he is saying, me for you, 
by giving up his sleep, giving up himself, really. This concept is there in the wedding vows that a couple shares when they give themselves away to each other. And it is a real laying down of your life for another day in and day out. Parents do this for children, and children can do it for parents too. Friends can do this for each other. This is love. There is no greater love because a person can do no more than this. The most we have to give is ourselves. And that's what we see in those great stories. Harry Potter passes through death to save others. Frodo takes the ring of power, a real slow death, and takes it to Mount Doom, laying aside his own life. And Jesus, in the real story, gives himself over to death on the cross. We see this and we understand. Now, of course, as we learn this from Jesus, our world is a you-for-me world. You must be there for me. You must do this for me. You exist for me. In essence, we are asking people to lay down their lives for us. And this is the opposite of love. It is easy to find this attitude today, yet our hearts are wired for a real life-giving love. And that's why we're drawn to these stories. We love, uh, we look for this love for ourselves And coming to Jesus means entering a new sort of economy driven by this self-giving love, a real laying down of our lives for those around us. The only time we're told in Scripture that Jesus has a law is this, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's Galatians 6, 2. And yes, his law is love, an unlaw really. It is life according to Jesus. It is this that our hearts yearn for because God made us to live in his love. Okay, so for today, we learn that God wired us for this love, and we learn that empowered by the love of Jesus, we can come to live in his new law. Let's pray. Loving God, you created us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until we find our rest in you. Teach us this way of love, for we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.